0: So it dawned on me that a few things I've experienced in the last couple of years finally add up to one sort of topic that I really am excited to share with you guys today. I mean, this is, this is a huge thing for me and probably for you guys. So when I was really sick, I used to say to myself over and over throughout the years, I have much to pay for. I have much to pay for. And it wasn't like I really owed a debt, like I had done something wrong or I had borrowed money from somebody. I could just tell that whatever was going on in my body was doing a lot of damage. Like year after year, it was just getting worse. I kept thinking, I have a lot to pay for. If I'm gonna crawl out of this hole, my body has to do a lot of healing. I'm gonna have to do something big. It's not gonna be two acupuncture sessions or a new bottle of supplements. I have much to pay for. Some way or another, this debt to my body has to be paid or else I'm never going to get better. And I am when by better. I mean, like core health changes, like actually healthy on a core level, not just like, Oh, yeah, guys, I'm better for two weeks, right. And every time I took a new supplement or did a new treatment or went to a new doctor, I was ready to pay the debt. I was like, put me on the program put me on the treatment that's gonna do the, tr- the job I'm I don't care how long it takes I don't care if it takes a year five years I'll be here I'll be disciplined I'll do what you tell me to do I was ready to pay my debt I was ready to heal my body but n- it never worked a- as you guys know this was always my story I don't know if it is with you guys but it was always mine that any new treatment I did only worked for a little while if at all and and I, w- I was only paying off like pennies of my debt. And I was I really wanted to pay all of it. But I couldn't because nothing ever worked. It, it just went from thing to thing to thing. I didn't even care if I had to have Herxheimer reactions or die off for years, but I couldn't even get that to happen. Or, or if I did have reactions to antibiotics or treatments that I was like, Oh, this could be a, a die off or a Herxheimer. It never made me better. And I could tell there was no core changes on in at the root of my problem, you know, nothing going on. Now, this is why when some of my mentors told me that intensification, which if you don't know, intensification is a process when you're doing mold avoidance, where you are much more aware of and much more reactive and sensitive to bad mold when my mentors told me that that could last for a couple years or even three years, I was excited. I was like, "Finally, if something's going to be working that long, it must be doing some heavy lifting, right?" And 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 this isn't even a supplement or a treatment or a surgery or procedure. Like if it's non-invasive and I'm simply moving my body to avoid mold, which seems very shouldn't do anything at all. If it's not kind of important to my body, if it's, you know, it, it, it should do, it should be useless. It shouldn't even work at all. If it's really working for two to three years and creating these heavy lifting, deep changes, sign me up. I was excited. I was thrilled to finally find the traction that I needed. Like if you want to go get your law degree and you have to study for two years and get a bachelor's degree and take the bar exam, you know that you're putting in the hard work and the heavy lifting to get something important to happen. I was ready for that. And so my ears perked up when I heard people talk about intensification lasting two or three years. I was like, you mean I can finally find a treatment that actually works long term for more than just two weeks? Like this must be a clue. This must be... Something important. And, and honestly, guys, I would say my intensification lasted more like four years, four or five years. Now, those last couple of years, I know you guys are going to freak out and say, oh, but he said he was done. I was done. I was done at about three years. But those last couple of years, I would say it was peeling deeper layers off. I, you know, like regular MT, regular frat, these are the super toxins we talk about. I wasn't really in intensification for those anymore after about three years. But the sort of special mix of MT that I like to call that really damaged me from my hometown and from a few other places that I spent a lot of time, I still absolutely cannot be around those or else I I get my symptoms come back. And this is exactly what one of my mentors told me would happen was that the reactivities would peel away like layers off of an onion. So first you'll lose your reactivity to the most superficial problem that's not really hurting you that bad like foods, gluten, um cyanobacteria, maybe um, chemicals, perfume, and that, and that did happen. And then as you get stronger, they will peel away until what is left is only those reactivities, which is your body's worst nemesis, worst nightmare. And that totally makes sense to me on an intellectual level that, that these reactivities would peel away in the order of how important they are. I mean, you guys have all heard doctors and, you know, alternative medicine gurus say that, uh, you sh- that healing chronic illness is like peeling layers of an onion well it finally was this time and so if people hear about mold avoidance and they don't like it or they're scared of it or they don't want to do it because of this intensification period my message to you would be you have much to pay for i had much to pay for it it makes sense that the damage we did to our bodies through mold, or if you don't want to call it damage, I don't care what you call it, the changes, the bioterrain alterations, the infections, the immune system anomalies, whatever, that those happen slowly over time and they're going to take time to reverse. And so I was, pers- I can't tell you what to do, but I was personally celebrating that I had found a treatment and and this couldn't be the placebo effect or it couldn't be, I mean, this was the real deal. Like if I'm taking 20 different supplements and four IVs and 10 antibiotics, like sure, it's going to make me feel different or feel like crap or whatever. But if I'm literally just learning these mold avoidance skills and moving my body to different places, that should do absolutely nothing, right? Absolutely nothing and especially nothing long term. Unless there is a real core discovery and a real core, um, treasure of healing that has been found, right? It shouldn't do what it did. And so I would challenge you to look at the process of intensification. And if you don't, if you're new to my podcast, you don't know what intensification is, um, just listen to all the other podcast episodes. And also if I always tell people to go find the book, do a Google search for a beginner's guide to mold avoidance. A Beginner's Guide to Mold Avoidance. That's sort of the book with all the basics about intensification and everything you need to know. Uh, Do a Google search for that book. It is free. It's a free download if you sign up for the Paradigm Change website. I am not affiliated with that book in any way. So I would challenge you to look at intensification as a discovery that you finally found a way to pay your debt. You finally found a way to reverse. And, And it's like our bodies. We're crying out to us all of those years we were in mold, this is bad. Get me out. It's not working. I am sick. We just didn't know what the problem was. We didn't know that mold was the problem. So it's not our fault. It's not our fault. But from our body's perspective, someone did this to us and it's gonna take time to repair and it's not overnight. Like we know this with every every other aspect of life, right? Like weight loss. If you've been eating pizza and ice cream every day at way past your calorie maintenance level for years, and you weigh an extra 50 pounds, you're not going to get rid of it right away. It's actually a great analogy. Because when I was really sick with Lyme disease and mold, I went to fancy clinics around the world, I spent 10s of 1000s, probably hundreds of 1000s of dollars, going to clinics like you know those cl- those specialized clinics where they do all the stuff to you in a week and it's this big thing you save up all your money for and it, you could get on an airplane I did that a number of times and you, you know y- y- you're just being poked with needles and, and given treatments and uh, seeing doctors all day and in the back of my mind I always thought this can't work what is wrong with my body can't be fixed in a week it just can't I knew that intuitively. Did you guys know that? I I wonder, I'm curious. I knew intuitively that what was wrong couldn't be fixed easily. It had to take time. I just knew that. That's why I say I had much to pay for. That's why I called this podcast episode I Have Much To Pay For because I always knew that when I was sick. I always knew it. So intensification, and the great thing about intensification is the whole time you feel better right? Like you're getting those clues, those indications, those signals that you're on the right track and your body's healing at a core level. Of course you are. Nobody would do it. Nobody would do mold avoidance if there was not some clues that it was working, right? I mean, you can't even get us to take a supplement that costs $200 a month. We'd rather save the money if it's not working. So you really think you can get somebody to do something a thousand times more um, inconvenient like mold avoidance if it's not working? So you do feel better during intensification. But this is why um, I was excited when people said, oh, intensification lasts two years because I had never found anything that worked more than two days or two weeks. And so to hear that something could work consistently for two years was like, I was like, oh, if this is true, if this is really me, then I found the answer. I found the answer. And I I continued to be mesmerized during mold avoidance when I would become unmasked to a super toxin like MT. I remember when I could finally sense MT, which is one of the main outdoor super toxins we talk about. And I was like, this is so compelling and convincing that this must be my core problem. I mean, how can I just avoid a certain area that other people say has this toxin and then all of a sudden now I can sense that it was making me sick too. Like this is there's no consumerism in this. There's no flashy marketing. There's nobody trying to sell supplements, no doctors trying to pay their bills. Um this is just raw, unadulterated um no capitalism, no incentive for anyone to to market stuff to me or sell stuff. Just raw truth, raw truth. And so I would encourage and challenge you to think about mold avoidance through this kind of a lens and to really um, appreciate what it's going to take to get your body through it and to cherish every moment of that recovery. Because man, without having found mold avoidance, we would never have gotten this. I'll leave you with one last little story that made me really mad yesterday. Um, someone, Someone told me, Brian, God has so much more for you than mold avoidance. God has so much more for you than mold avoidance. And even though I am a Christian, I do believe in God. And I do believe that God wants to heal us, all that stuff. That statement was so offensive to me because it's literally gaslighting, singling out our problem as mold avoiders as not being healthy for us, right? Like nobody would say God has so much more for you than getting a good night's sleep, eating healthy and going to the gym. That just doesn't make sense, right? Um, And mold avoidance is like that for those of us with mold illness. It is a path to wellness. God wants us to be well. God wants us to do the things to be well. And I'm not saying every person all the time. Sure. God has a purpose for people who are dying of cancer. I'm not God. I'm not claiming that. I'm just saying that it's, it's makes no sense to single out. It's, it's a misunderstanding of mold avoidance. It's a misunderstanding to say something like that. And at the end of the day, we still experience a lot of persecution for being mold avoiders and a lot of misunderstanding. And you know, somebody who's on insulin for diabetes, you know, nobody's going to say to them, God has so much more for you than being a diabetic. Actually, what they would say is, thank God you found out you were a diabetic. Thank God the doctors have the tools and the insulin and the testing. My aunt was a diabetic, so I know. Thank God that you have these resources available to you so that you can function and do God's work and serve God throughout your life. Right? 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 Thank God you're not a diabetic, you know, 500 years ago when they had no medicine for you. So I'm like bat- banging my head against the wall saying, why aren't we thanking God for mold avoidance in the same way we thank God for a cardiac surgeon who saves your life when you're having a heart attack? It makes no sense to me. It's it's a, in my opinion, a fundamental judgment or disparaging um, of mold avoidance, like, Oh, that's weird. Why do you have to do that? You know, that's not ew, God has so much more for you. It just made me really, really, really mad. And I don't get mad that easily. And I'm not saying this person said it on purpose or intended to harm me or offend me. I don't know, whatever, maybe not. But it's still I was like, Oh, most of the world still doesn't know what's going on here with mold avoidance that we were very, very, very sick. And the thing God had for us was to recover using mold avoidance. Like that was the thing. That was the thing. And me and my wife talk about all the time how God made it so clear that we needed to do mold avoidance. We prayed about it early on. All these strange random doors opened to facilitate our mold avoidance process. If you're not a Christian, I would highly consider it because... Um, I, I, I don't know how people do mold avoidance without God's help. Honestly, like there were so many things me and my wife would look at each other and we would be like, Oh my gosh, God opened the door for this. It was totally out of our control. A rental house, an RV being on sale. Um, so whatever. So I do, I do think God is involved in the process, but I think that to say Oh, God has so much more than you than mold avoidance is a fundamental misunderstanding of that intensification period. It, you know, intensification to me, I often felt like it was a miraculous occurrence. Like I'd be out in the desert or in some pristine forest or somewhere and, and, you know, healing from mold illness during intensification. And I had this thought in my mind all the time. I was like, this is a miracle. This is a God has granted me a miracle in my life. Like this was this body that I had was at the end of the road. The body was was done. It was over. The doctors couldn't help. Nobody could help. I was wanting to unalive myself every day. The only reason I didn't was because of my kids and my family. I was just in so much misery constantly. So I was like, oh, this is this is the miracle. Thank you. I was thanking God that he had mold avoidance for me. I wasn't thanking God that he had so much more than mold avoidance for me. And the other, I mean, there's so many problems with that statement. And I'm not just bringing this up to complain. I do think there's some practical lessons in this. If I try to just say, oh, God has so much more for me than mold avoidance. And I pretend mold avoidance doesn't exist. And I'm like, I'm just going to move on with this. I've already done my healing. I'm going to move on. I always get into trouble. I always get into trouble, just like a diabetic would get into trouble if they didn't do their insulin, right? Like, it's a part of our physiology, guys. This is not mold avoidance and mold illness is not a subjective choose your own adventure story. I talk about this all the time. It's not like people think that just because it's alternative medicine that it's like a choose your own adventure story. It's not. Mold avoidance is a discovery of an underlying physiology and set of rules that governs your, your recovery, my recovery, and is an objective fact. Now, it doesn't mean we have all the science to back it up and exactly the biology and what, what molds these are and what scientific names they are. I'm not saying we know that yet. But the, the process of healing and using mold avoidance is a, is a objective um, reality for us. And so now, even though I do spend a lot more time being exposed to mold and some supertoxins and I'm able to recover pretty quickly and I have my health back 90%, it doesn't mean that I get to just ignore the rules of mold avoidance. In fact, I respect the rules of mold avoidance like the laws of gravity. Like the laws of physics now, because I've tried fighting them so many times and I've lost every single time. And so that doesn't mean that I can't be high on the power curve and that I can't, um, live a, live a pretty normal life because that's within the rules of mold avoidance. It's possible to get so recovered from mold illness that you can have a lot of mold exposure without getting sick. That is possible. That is within the rules of multifoyance. But what's not possible is to pretend it's something other than it is. It's not possible to pretend it's something other than it is. And it's the same thing where if your grandpa was in the hospital with a heart attack and the doctor said, if we don't do cardiac surgery right now, your grandpa's going to die. Now, could God heal the grandpa miraculously without surgery? Absolutely. I believe in miracles. I believe God has done miracles. I believe God has parted the Red Seas. I believe God created us as creatures. But nine times out of 10, if grandpa doesn't get the surgery, he's going to die. I don't know why God doesn't miraculously heal everybody all the time of every physical ailment, but we can look around the world and see that he doesn't, right? I mean, we can look around the world and see that people do die of heart attacks every day. Even Christians do. So, That's where, that's my stance with mold avoidance is I don't want to be told God has so much more for you than mold avoidance. That's a slap in the face. That is a belittling of the blessing of mold avoidance that God has already given me to get my life back. And the way this ties back into the initial topic of I have much to pay for is that mold avoidance heals the body at such a deep core profound level it's like nothing you've ever experienced before and that to me is a blessing and seeing that intensification was going to take a number of years to me was a blessing because I knew that I had much to pay for and metaphorically speaking uh, the damage I did to my body was gonna was not going to be solved easily so hope this has been helpful for you guys I really enjoyed making this episode this Really is the. This is such a huge revelation to me when I made this connection that the statement I always used to say, I have much to pay for, I thought that like a hundred times when I was chronically ill, connects to the depth and the intensity and the length of intensification. Okay, thanks for listening. Uh, My normal disclaimer I'm not a pastor. I'm not a doctor, I'm not an RV mechanic, I'm not a mold expert. All of this is my own personal opinion, um, personal experience. So if you have questions about any of that stuff or you need medical advice, consult a doctor, not me, thanks.